0: Please listen carefully.
1: Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. We are your cultural media recommendation podcast, giving you our take on what we think is worth carving your time out for, and also what we think you can pass on and maybe go cut that lawn instead. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to episode four for the week of March 3rd, 2018. This is our Oscar Bait special. I am your host, Ron Herkins Jr., and I am here with my co-hosts, Tony.
2: Valerie Vidmar. And our special co-host for today um, is a good friend of mine. It's Dustin Hopp from Chicago, Illinois. We are actually both from Kansas uh, we're longtime friends and have been watching the Oscars, actually for about 15 years, I think. Uh, he is a lover of film, completed a screenplay he's got it under his belt, even though I haven't read it. and <laughs> that 's more than I've done. and we've had some heated, lively discussions about our picks in the past, so I thought he would have some fun today.
0: Hello, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you, Dustin, for uh, joining us today, our first official guest on the show. Uh, This should be a very interesting show. We each have our own uh, pretty distinct views on uh, movies and films, and especially uh, going into the Oscars here, which is tomorrow. So if you're listening to this episode, it should be today. Uh, Today's docket, we're gonna discuss a little bit of trivia. If you're into the trivia, you can use the parties about these Academy Awards. Uh, We're going to go through and talk about our picks in the top categories. Today's stew, we are going to talk about what do the Oscars really represent, who or what was left off the list, and then go through our top three movies of the year for each, whether they made it on the Oscar list or not. And as always, we'll finish off with what's on our radar, what's in our queue, and I'm going to ask each of us to kind of share what one of our guilty pleasures are, whether they're on our DVR or not something that we m- may never share with anybody else but we're going to share today. So, a little bit of trivia for the Academy Awards. I'm going to kick it off. Um, actually no, I'm not. I'm going to skip it and I'm going to go straight over to Tony.
3: Well, does everyone know about Rin Tintin Tin, the dog?
2: I know the dog. Yeah.
3: Well, Rin Tintin Tin was the uh, the actually the unofficially the first winner of the best actor category the first oscars but they decided not to let him win probably the most unanimous well-deserving dog he
2: ever. was actually on the list he was on the list to vote for
3: he was voted for and why? he was denied because the academy didn't want a dog winning well then
2: why was he even considered
3: because it was what 19 1920 20 something 15, somebody needed to wow. get that out
2: first but, but yeah. to have it it's like la, la land
3: but they said no, no dog. You can
2: have it. No, you can't. Never mind. It's not yours. Well, you the thing is, it
3: was more of a write-in policy. They just all wrote in who they wanted to win in Rintintin. Oh, okay, was. got, it. got Mis- it. Mr. Ed came along and said, "No, I want my." new. No. So
0: did the list actually come out?
3: It was more like an inside thing. Okay. But it leaked out. Susan, Susan Orlean, actually, who's an expert on Rintintin, noted that, that he is. was voted. He almost won, but That's the Academy said we can't have a dog winning our first. That's interesting. When
2: I read this, I thought. You were saying my source is Susan Arlene, and like you knew her. I wish. Like Susan Arlene from (laughs) the adaptation? Yes. Yes. Like I thought he knew her, and this is you throwing it out as a little brag. (laughs) I know. It's
3: kind of like me calling actors by their first names. I don't really know them, but it's comfortable, that comfort. Okay.
2: Moving on, do you have anything else interesting?
3: Well, Tron was disqualified for receiving a special, well, wasn't special effects, but... It was disqualified for receiving an Academy Award for special effects because the Academy at the time, in 1982, thought computers were cheating when it came to special effects.
2: Well, don't I don't. Little did they know. <laughs> no. Here's the thing: they should have a makeup Oscar. They should have their Oscar now. Mm,
1: no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Why? <laughs> okay, whatever. I just feel that's wrong. I think
1: makeup Oscars are wrong. I
3: but.
2: No, they made a mistake.
3: Oh, she means like, sorry. A sorry,
2: you should have the Oscar.
3: That's the history of the Oscars, making mistakes and making Mm. up for them
1: years
2: later. That's that's true, they're probably going to make some tomorrow night. if,
1: If something formally came out, I think that would open up a can of worms that I just don't think we'd want to even deal with or see. Okay, well. It'd be its own Oscars presentation and be like four hours long.
2: Okay, so speaking of that, so they are known to be, they run extremely long. When I have the tape, I always am having to add 30 minutes, add 30 minutes, add 30 minutes. But the first... And every year
1: they talk about how they're going to make it shorter. No. And they're going to move up the time. The
2: first Oscar show in 1929 was actually only 15 minutes long. Oh, man.
0: That would be wonderful. I could see it before I go to bed. Um, yeah, and I thought what was really interesting is that out of the eighty-nine films that won for uh, Best Picture, only sixty-three were coupled with the director win.
2: Because we were we were having a debate, yeah. so this yeah. is we had to look this up.
4: It's
1: that one's always been a weird one for me um, that a the t- director and Best Picture never win as the same. I understand why, but it's it's always been sometimes they don't
2: even get nominated.
0: Right.
1: That is the weird one. I think they should at least always get nominated, but. <laughs>
2: <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: <sighs> yeah. And then um, I, I also thought it was kind of fascinating that, um, you know, just to kind of keep in mind the average um, voters in the academy uh, make up about 76% men um, with the average age of 63, and 94% of the voters are white.
2: Hmm. But there's a new new class, correct? Yeah,
0: there's a class of about 201 um, or in 2018 that uh, there's about 7,258 voting members this year, which is an increase. Um, And the actors branch is about 1,200 members, and that's the largest voting branch that plays into the...
2: That's going to play big time into into, uh, what gets what, because the actors vote for
3: everyone votes for best picture and but each branch votes for their
2: respective. But best picture is the only one that is weighted. You put your first pick, your second pick, your third pick. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I didn't even know that. Lots of things. Interesting. You you can watch them but you need to know the background.
1: (laughs) There's tons of history, tons of trivia out there. Send us, uh, hit us on Facebook with uh, what may be your favorite piece of trivia about it. Uh, or corrections. Or corrections. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we make mistakes. We live with it. So we're going to roll right into our top categories. Um, and we're just going to roll off here. Um, start with best adapted screenplay. Um, my choice for best adapted screenplay would kind of be a tie between Logan and Molly's Game. Um, I kind of seen saw Molly's Game on a whim, and I thought it was clever writing. I believe that was Aaron Sorkin. Yes, Aaron Sorkin's yes. writing. Um, and Logan, I just I thought it was a fantastic comic book adaptation.
3: Anthony. I'm gonna go with. Um, well, I'm gonna preface this by saying I have my own personal choice, and then I have my what I think the academy will go for. Um, I loved Logan's screenplay, so that's my personal choice. But I have a feeling tomorrow night that Call Me by Your Name will take adapted.
2: I think you're right. I have uh, Call Me by Your Name, James Ivory. I well, we both. I do too. Yeah. Read the book. We read read the book, and. Okay. So we have that one. I felt I don't know. I went, after reading the book. I read the book actually afterward.
0: Same here.
1: I, now we talked about this in our first episode, right? The Call Me by Your Name. Yeah. Yeah. So, so your long okay. view long form views on that are
0: well known.
2: Yeah, I know. That's so, right. so go back and, and listen go back to that. And listen. Good stuff. Good stuff there
0: yeah i'm in agreement with you guys uh i think call me by your name i read the book after as well did a really good job of mirroring the book so all
1: right so we got that up next is best screenplay i'm gonna go with three billboards um as to what was on the actual list uh i mean shape of water was up there but I think Three Billboards had a little bit more to say than Shape of Water did.
3: I'm going to go with uh, Shape of Water. I mean, it's not my personal choice, but I think it's going to get the nod for that.
2: What would be
1: your personal choice?
3: Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. How it was written, how the layers in it, and just the the structure of it impressed me a lot. And I know the Academy, the writing branch, loves that kind of stuff, but I think we're going to get Shape of Water is going to win for the fantastical element. And we'll just see how that goes, I guess.
2: Okay, we're doing original screenplay? Is that yeah. what we're saying? Yeah. We are, yes. Okay, I'm making it up here. Um, I have... I'm going to be controversial here. But um, even though I didn't see the entire movie, that's the whole thing out and its own. Three billboards is what I have in my pick. Um, I don't know... If they followed the script they exactly, did. exactly, they okay. Did. Um, but I just remember sitting and being impressed by. It was just. It was quick. I. I liked the script. That's
3: Martin. That's Martin's writing. He's snappy. He's a former playwright. Well, he still is a playwright. Sorry, but his dialogue. I think and really it. Pops. I think it felt
1: honest though yeah. to me. I mean, it, I <laughs> think it's. And we go back to the Meyerwood stories uh, right. when I talked about that. I think it's very hard to get real life depiction of how people talk It is normally. And it just felt, a lot of pieces in that just felt pretty raw and pretty honest to me.
2: I think so too. I mean, there were a lot of people that had some issues with uh, having somebody be thrown up against a wall and then them laughing at it a few minutes later. And honestly, in families that have that type of relationship, it's actually uh, kind of normal so I didn't see anything wrong with that. I, I know that there's a lot of controversy with this movie, so.
3: Well, the problem is Americans don't like seeing themselves on the screen, and he's an Irishman. So Irishmen kind of have the luxury of seeing how we are and then writing about it in a way where it kind of slaps us in the face and we get uncomfortable. I believe that's where the discomfort's coming from is he took what we hide in our houses, in our homes, and brought it out. Yeah. Well, are
2: they upset said also that he has a change of heart very quickly to wrap it up with a bow? Mm. I mean, it's
3: not that tidy, but I see what you mean. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, I
0: uh, am agreeing with kind of what Tony's saying. I mean, you know, Valerie and I every year just kind of go with this, who we want to win and who the reality of it's probably going to be with the Academy voters. Um, So, you know, I I really see Shape of Water probably taking it, but, um, you know, I do... um, I really... Did like um it was it Call Me by Your Name on there as well?
1: Yeah, Call Me by Your Name yeah. was under
0: adapted. Yeah.
2: This was original. This
0: was original, sorry.
2: Uh, I feel like you were talking about Get Out this morning.
0: Well, I was. I was kinda going back and forth. So we're changing um, our mind already. Yeah. I just keep going back and forth on that one.
1: The the problem with Get Out and the problem with Logan is they're so early in the year that by the time he gets to the summer like, oh yeah. I kind of forgot how like instrumental those films were, <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, what, Logan was March, February, March of last year, and I think Get Out was February, March of yeah, last year as well. and you
2: can watch them, and my mother, my mother called and said, I saw Get Out, I saw the title, and I thought, okay, well, this is something I should probably watch, and, and, and yeah, she watched it alone, this is not her type of movie, and she watched the whole thing, <laughs> she just, I kept thinking, what am I watching, what am I watching, that, I, I can't believe, what, yeah, so... I thought that was. I wished I had a camera in that film. I, I, <laughs> I would love to. I wanted to see her reactions to that.
1: Yeah, or our Secret film camera. That would have
2: been awesome. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's jump over to animated feature film. Um, I think this is a hands down win to Coco. Boom. Um, <laughs> Did you want Boss Baby to win?
3: <laughs> I'd rather be Vincent or something. Vincent was actually a technical feat of mastery. I mean, I can't really watch it for that long. Did you watch Coco?
2: Yeah. I did.
3: Yes, I did. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, but I'm Piscars is like monopolizing the category. I mean, can I give him a break? Like, hey, let's give you a pass. Just sit down. You're fine. You have enough. We'll come back to you next year or three years from. It's just When you do something good, you continue to do it. Right.
2: Are you, do you feel like it should be based on whether it was enjoyable or the craft?
3: The craft is awesome.
2: I, I mean, bet. the craft. I mean, yes.
1: I think I think both are wrapped up into. I mean, you can have a fantastically brilliant, technical film, but I mean, Loving an animated Vince. feature is always to me is been you know, at least have something to say and do. Uh,
2: Well, the breadwinner is also getting a lot of. Um, play so I I feel like that's something that's going to be on my list n- later. Um, Coco was beautiful. We actually we centered my daughter's uh, birthday around Coco. We that's what she wanted to take her friends to see Coco. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with that one. Although I wish I'd see Loving Vincent just because I I've seen so many
3: it's a beautiful little time. docs
2: about how they made it. It's, beautiful. it's crazy how they made this movie.
1: I don't want to just kind of say how completely upset I am that Boss Baby is even on this list. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> think I, sh- I shared my feelings on that in another you episode. Do. You do. do I mean, if
2: you want to talk about it nah. some more.
1: It, it's one of the failures of where the Oscars fail to me. Oh. But, so date? I've been
0: listening to the show, but I am curious. I mean, what is it about oh. Boss Baby? I mean, I agree it's definitely should be day
2: that not you totally flipped there. out about Boss Baby, I went home and Zoe It's a shitty movie. I'm okay. Watching Boss Baby. All right. But and, it's uh, so <laughs> in- entertaining to them.
1: <laughs> it's just, it's the it's the flaw of like, anybody can vote for the animated feature category, and
2: people liked it. They no, made it no,
1: there. they didn't. They didn't.
2: Then it's why isn't is, on here? I think it's I
1: like on because, there because if anybody in the Academy can vote for it, and you're presented with a list. People will say, oh, I watched Boss Baby because my two-year-old watched
0: I it. I was just going to say, is it because people watched it? It
2: yeah, it was pretty big at well, the, the box office. I don't know how many people, have any of you seen Breadwinner? I have, actually. Went. And did you like it? I
0: did. I really want to see it. It's on my list. I would like to see that, too. It's Breadwinner
1: Boss and Baby and, is utter crap, and it should not be on this list. <laughs> okay,
2: okay, let's move on. Got I have it. Other, I have other, <laughs> there are other things that sure are crap. The only good thing crap. about
1: Boss Baby is Hans Zimmer was
4: involved
2: in that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But yeah, other things are crap and we'll get to those soon. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, and, and and I have not seen Coco but I know that okay. I I agree it's probably going to take oh. it. I know. I I I admit i have not all i've seen is boss baby if
2: you lived here so you you're could've. going with consensus
0: on coco yeah just because i mean it's got the most buzz but i really do want to see loving vincent because uh, all the previews i've seen and the talk it, it looks so good
2: it is. if you lived here you could have gone to her birthday party i know right Coco.
0: <laughs>
1: oh shaming <clears throat> visual effects um one of the technical categories I love. Um, this was a toss-up for me between Blade Runner and Planet of the Apes. Um, I think War and the Planet of the Apes was just phenomenal. Um, I think Blade Runner was phenomenal. So I am I can be good with either one of those winning because um, they're both worth it.
2: Planet of the Apes gets lots of – I mean, they like them. This one Oscars, was the Academy was very
1: – f- how far they took the visual effects in this one were
2: – pretty good i wish i would have seen that before this i have to go with blade runner just because i was blown over by that movie um it was gorgeous i don't even know what to say i could just go sit right now and go sit and watch it but i really think that uh i think you're right i think uh, planet of the apes gets lots of love from the academy
3: I'm going to abstain from this category. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you have?
0: Is there a reason you're abstaining, or you just I to, just don't,
3: don't care. Don't care. Okay, okay.
0: all right. I, I'm in agreement with the consensus here. Blade Runner. Um, you know, I I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I'd like to see that, but I'm sure it probably the won't. red
2: sand. That's all I'm going to say. Uh,
1: for me, it was. I I love the in it ties into why I kind of loved Altered Carbon and and that Blade Runner. I just like that futuristic effect. But Planet of the Apes was just a like it felt real, even Mm -hmm. though like you're looking at something that's completely CGI from the ground up. It felt like, oh, I'm looking at something that's physically real. And it's something that was leaps and bounds over. If you go back and look at the first Planet of the Apes that they did uh, five years ago, I think was Mm -hmm. the first one. Yeah. Um, and to where they are with the level of
2: CGI.
0: Yeah, I need that. Uh, it's I did got see, Woody in it.
2: I did see <laughs> Kong Skull Island. You did see that movie?
1: My daughter loved
2: it. It was so fun. I loved it. I had a blast with it. Oh, I, I couldn't wait to see it. It was the best. I, I just had a great time watching it. Just all of the yeah, uh, large. What I love do I, when what Kong, do I say?
1: Kong walks up and grabs the giant. Octopus out of the water and just starts eating him. Woody
4: Harrelson's
2: in that?
1: In Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Maybe. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Not not Woody from Toy Story. No, no, no. Yes. I Thank thought, you. That would be hilarious. <laughs>
0: wanting to clear that up. Reach for the sky, Kong!
1: <laughs> Alright, what's next on our list here? Production design. Uh production design for me. There's no I mean, Blade Runner, there's no, no contest. No, no. Yeah.
2: No, uh, no. Yep. Shape of Water. I agree. Shape of Water, when I watched that movie. Yep. Gorgeous. I'm looking at Richard Jenkins' apartment. His name is escaping me, his character name. Anyone? Anyway, just everything in their apartment. Just looking at how everything's placed, the colors. It, it's gorgeous. The fact that they're in water, water takes such a huge effect.
0: Colors outside on the street. Everything too. was
2: beautiful. I just Everything you just said in.
1: applies to Blade Runner, except <laughs> for the
4: water part.
2: <laughs> no, the placement of all the things in their, in their apartments, I, I, no. I was looking specifically at all of, of the props and how they were placed and I don't know. I thought it was beautiful.
3: I agree with everything she said.
2: Thank you, that's probably the first time
3: Third, but okay. (laughs) And Dustin, you were on. Yeah,
0: Shape of Water. Yeah. All
1: right, and moving on up to best song. Um, I think this is hands down to "This Is Me" from
0: uh, Greatest Showman. Um, Yeah i (laughs) I don't know i uh, I really like the um, "Call Me by Your Name" song. Um and now it's escaping me. Mystery of Love? Yes, thank you. I love it so much I forgot the name. It's uh, okay, <laughs> happens. Um but I don't know. I you know, I really enjoyed Call Me By Your Name in general as a film and when the song started to play at the exact moment in the movie it just really pulled at me and sure, me and too. I listened into the words and I'm like this is telling like Telling the story right up against it. Like, I don't know. It was just really good. The
2: lyrics, lyric people. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful, but I, I have to go with, but, 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 yeah,
0: (laughs) the reality of the Academy. Correct. No,
2: (laughs) I, of course, am going with this is me because I've heard this song so many times in my house and in the movie theater and, uh, I don't get tired of it. I like listening to it. It's a good I I think it's a good it has a good message.
1: Me, it a good message but to me in the same way that the you, you the music hit you for the Call Me by Your Name is I thought its placement in This Is Me when the door closes sure. on her yeah. telling him that no, you're still mm-hmm. one of them and she just turns and goes into the song. I thought it was a very powerful moment. It's just like, you know what? This is their turning point. Sure. And I think that's where to me, the music has mm-hmm. to involve yeah, into the movie in a way like that.
0: And the and the two writers on that are are Pasek and Paul. Yeah, they're you know on they're fire. winning everything right now. Yeah, and so. this
1: and Greatest Showman was something that they started like 10, 10 years ago, eight years ago. Okay. so it was before all of the stuff that became popular. It was before La La Land, before, before La La Land. Ha- uh, right. okay. Hansen, and before even before Christmas Story. So really, the, yeah, this was their early stuff. It's just, it just took that long in production. for. So they just Christmas couldn't story. make it fast enough. Yeah, They did a, the music for A Christmas Store.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, do you know the movie The, the Christmas Store? You're going to shoot your eye out? Red, um, v- Red yes. Valerie,
0: my favorite.
1: They made
2: okay. it
3: into a musical.
2: They did? Yeah.
1: yeah the, you know, it, was just, like, uh, it was a live TV oh, musical. was just God.
3: here in you know, on December. Fox. John Bolton was on Broadway. Holy cow. John Bolton's from There's
2: here. a reason why I didn't see this and don't know about it. Um,
0: it's I, his favorite movie. I hate it. I couldn't do it on Fox. Like I couldn't I didn't watch, watch it. it. I
3: didn't. They should have had John
1: come and do it. It was weird. I've there. never seen either version of it. I just know that that don't. Would, it's you a very not
2: seen the original. most
4: people don't
3: realize that don't. It's, don't. it is, is Patrick and
2: Ugh, I didn't know that. It's that's a cool But I am not Again, gonna watch
4: it.
3: Thir- that's the early. I stuff. only watched it because John was in. That, that is Broadway so show. fascinating.
2: He even went to Cleveland to see the house. It's a nice house. Yeah, it's, it, it's really a really good fun. movie. I love it. Okay, moving on, <laughs> moving on. Did you have a favorite song?
1: Or is it a carrier you just don't care? You just don't care. Okay. <laughs> uh, a Did category you enjoy I know anything? that you will care about. Okay, let's go. Best score. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm going to let Anthony go with this one, and then I'll go after him. Valerie, can, know what gonna Valerie gonna take this for me. For a <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, why? Go I wanna, ahead. You, you go first, no, and go I will ahead. follow up. I, I feel like you are... Okay, um, best score, I'm going to go with Shape of Water.
1: Sorry, everybody, that was my GoPro.
2: You are so
1: <laughs> I'm fired. It, it's daunting. my role to have no noisy things in here, and I just broke it. Because he has to
2: film it, because he's a filmmaker. No,
1: whatever. We're uh, filmmakers. Score. <clears throat>
2: anyway, score. Um, I'm going to go with Shape of Water, and uh, that's by... Alexandre, Alexandre de, de de play.
3: Desplat
2: Desplat Desplat, Desplat. Damn it. I Desplat. It.
3: You're not French, don't worry
0: Alexandre <laughs>
2: Um Shape of Water I I thought the music was perfectly it's symmetrical very, It's That's very symmetrical. recognizable too It is re- like. recognizable and it went so well with it just sounds like water
3: I don't know. No. The music in the movie was very seamless, and some music caused attention to itself. I think we talked about that last week with uh, this soundtrack, not score, soundtrack for Lady Bird. It was jarring to me. Right, but, you didn't like it. Um, Shape of Water's score was like watching a silent movie in itself. It was.
2: It was. Good point. It's
3: better than the artist's soundtrack score. But we'll not talk about that movie yet. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with everybody.
1: Um, I... I believe that score will probably be the winner, Um, and it was not my favorite of the ones that are on the list, though. What Um. is your favorite? My favorite was probably Blade Runner. Um, It was a Hans Zimmer score. right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, everybody's like, oh, that's why. But um, (laughs)
2: no,
1: he also wrote, (laughs) he also wrote. We're not
2: saying Meryl Streep's gonna win.
1: (laughs) He also wrote the music for Dunkirk, Um, but there are so many distinct differences between Dunkirk and Blade Runner that they're like, in their own categories, um, and I have respect for both of them. And everybody was that's saying that Dunkirk is his best film score of this year. I would rather say that Blade Runner is because it's it taps in. Was it who did Vangelis? The Sounds, original Blade I th- Runner, think so. I can double check that. Um, he tapped into that, um, and Dunkirk was a very weak score to me. Even though it played for the film, it played very well, but. Yeah, uh, the Shape of Water one is definitely going to win just because it is the, it's got melody, it's got stuff that stick in your head. Blade Runner is, it's noise, but it's fit well.
0: Okay. So you're a Blade Runner fan, clearly. You would want it to win in every category. No. No? No.
1: I I I think technical-wise, I think in, in the visual technical field, yes. Yeah. Okay. But... Which uh, I think that kind of rolls right into. Let's go with best cinematography, um, and I think that hands down would go to Blade Runner.
3: Okay, I think it's time for him to win. Fourteen uh, nominations. Is, um,
2: Fourteen nominations and no Rob, win for Deakins. Roger Deakins. No. Deakins. Yeah, um, so that will be a very, uh, actually, a very interesting category because he's been nominated I, so many times and then you have mudbound and Rachel's the first woman so that's kind of cool but i am definitely going for blade runner
1: and, and if you didn't have a chance to see it in imax
2: which i did i did see
1: it. you did see it in imax absolutely um it's phenomenal i mean it's the it's the cinematography it is just amazing um there's there's sh- shots that just in my head i can pull out shots that are just lingering to me they're like, that's the work of somebody who is not only a cinematographer, but a photographer. Like, mm-hmm. those are the, the shots that you see 20 years, 30 years down the road. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing else this whole season that stood out to me like that. I will say that the work on Dunkirk was phenomenal. It was. I, I, I'm, I mean, that would be hard pressed to, to beat Blade Runner, but I mean, Deacons is just.
3: My phenomenal. thought on that is kind of strange. I mean, I agree with you on that. There are some shots in Dunkirk where you're like, wow, that's cinematography at its best. Like the closing plane landing scene was beautiful. But there's like moments where you're like, wow, that's what cinematography should, should be like. But the whole movie as a whole, it doesn't carry weight. If that makes any sense.
2: Sure. I felt like when I was watching Blade Runner, it was just like, I don't know. Maybe I was just in the moment. Every Everything just looked beautiful. The whole thing, I just kept and dustin
0: i don't you know i don't honestly have a strong opinion about this category but um i, I agree with everything you guys are saying with blade runner
2: that's really weak <laughs> but
0: i kind of wonder if it's going to go to shape of water just because because they're nominated so much
2: that's what you're because they're nominated so much so and much see, what's weird to me
1: is like the shape of water stuff what you is right there are scenes, but there's not shots. There's scenes that, like, yeah. oh, I specifically remember the dancing scene, the the scene with her leaning over and handing him right. the egg, and those lean more towards their direction and what the thing was. But I'm just strictly talking about the like, camera work didn't of surprise the it
3: Didn't really. Okay. Ship of Water's cinematography wasn't. It was great. It was lyrical and it moved fluidly, but it wasn't like wow. It, it was. This just, is
2: where he's gonna slam you down. Okay. okay. Just slammed you down.
3: <laughs> so I mean, I get it, but I, you're going as a whole package deal, cinematography and. But I just can't. For get the record, that. he
2: does have. I do have Blade Runner. He does on his I do. list. <laughs> he just felt like he needed to be different.
1: <laughs> we don't mind difference. Different is good.
2: All right, what's up next? We got
1: going, narrowing down the list. We got supporting actress. Um, I really didn't have any strong oh feelings on this. I have so strong past. feelings. Valerie had very you strong opinions this morning. Don't have any
2: feelings. Oh, okay. Unsupporting <laughs>
1: actress? No. Okay, understand? I have strong feelings about this.
2: Let's go. Um, so, I mean let's
0: just be honest. We know who's getting the most talk.
2: <sighs> CJ. <laughs> she didn't do anything in the <laughs> Alice and Janie. She's uh, winning everything um, for a movie that. I did not find funny. She is bringing in these comical (laughs) things with a a bird on her. There's a bird on her. She's making these black comedy, and it's.
4: uh, I didn't. Every time she's on the
2: screen, she's by herself a lot of it, Um, and she makes comments, and it's so funny. This mom who is not funny.
1: Doesn't everybody have somebody in their life that? they can point to and say, oh, that person thinks they're hilarious. She doesn't think she's hilarious. No, she
2: doesn't. I'm saying Allison Janney is funny in this. <laughs> she's making her funny, which she, it, this is not a funny movie. But
0: I feel like when the scenes that she's in, sh- I mean, you were you were in with her. Like, I you're just really focused. But... I
3: don't want her to win. I
0: don't okay, think you
2: did anything. I want Laurie Metcalf to so, win. So do I. The only problem is that she shares a lot of her scenes. Mm-hmm. But... Um, she deserves to win over Bird Woman. I love Allison Janney. I will share. Big love for her, but not this. I will share what
1: I feel on this. I think the dark horse of this category, and I don't mean that in any other way other than I think Mary J. Blige was phenomenal. She was. Bomb. She was. I didn't even realize who it was until mm-hmm. after the movie was That's, over. That's. And Call I thought actress. her performance was honest, real, yeah. and phenomenal.
2: She but was I, the backbone of that movie. But this is kind
0: of the category that can be a surprise, so... Correct.
2: The Tilda Swinton.
0: Yeah.
3: Tilda Swinton. I like her a lot, but no. <laughs> Tilda? Or Mary <marriage laughs> I, I loved Tilda won, <laughs>
0: No, but
2: no. I'm, what I'm saying is that was that surprise when Tilda Swinton won. I just about... My really? About popped off. Yeah.
0: Yeah, everybody was just I,
2: floored. Well... We didn't know you, I and mean, <laughs> you, you weren't able to tell us that she was gonna win. <laughs> anyway, so I do think that of all the categories, this is the one that can go.
3: I don't want in to win. I didn't feel that like she did anything but sit there and I, smoke a cigarette during the whole movie. So and who do you want? I want, want? Lori to win. Okay. I've seen Lori since Roseanne, and I've seen her, I mean, at least her character had an arc.
2: who to win? Glory? Laurie. Laurie. Oh, Laurie. Do you know how He's hard it was you. to
1: watch Lady Bird and it not was. keep going back it, to Roseanne? That's what it Constantly. was. That's no, what she, I have none. There, there were nine. some moments, but not a lot. Have you ever watched Roseanne? Sure. Man, it just I, kept popping up. Every time she came on screen, I was like.
0: There were a couple moments. Yeah. I don't know about the whole thing, but yeah.
2: Did that happen to you?
3: Uh, there are a couple of Roseanne
0: Speaking moments. of Roseanne, Did you watch Roseanne coming
2: back? i coming back. I'm watching,
3: I'm watching it. March. I'll be seeing it I think soon. Got almost the whole, let cast, her have the whole another, cast is back. Mine is,
2: let her break yeah. out of her role. She, she's
3: been doing theater too but i mean there were a couple like flashbacks like when i see betty white i think of rose from golden girls it's just there ah uh, golden girl she's a i love that
1: there there yeah, there's those those roles that stick with you for the rest of your life
2: i did not think of roseanne a but did single you did you moment. watch roseanne that much yes have you seen oh, it all I let it? People how many episodes have you watched of roseanne
0: did you watch the whole series? No. Okay. Yeah, see, I, I have seen every
2: Maybe series. Maybe 10.
0: If you've seen the whole series.
1: I, I think I watched the whole series because my parents watched yes. it. Yes. And it was like nothing else was on, so I watched
2: it. I just it think of them. Roseanne. I don't think of her sister on that show. Mm,
4: oh, mm, she was good, though.
2: She was very good. Okay, yeah. moving, moving, moving on. See, All
1: the right. most
4: debated category.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Best Supporting Actor. Ugh. Um. Mm. This one stood out for me, and I'm going to go with Rockwell just because he stood out because I hated his character to the core. And if you can get that much of a reaction from me, you deserve the nomination and the win.
3: I'm going to go with Woody for my personal choice, but Sam's going to get it. I -hmm. think Woody has shown a lot of growth in the last couple of years where this character was different. I mean, he was still a Woody, but you felt he had more heart.
1: I did too. Did you you Mm -hmm. see
3: LBG? lbj i will be seeing that soon actually let me know your thoughts i haven't seen it yet we'll yeah. do it it has got woody
2: um i agreed when i when i saw three billboards i never had liked woody Hillerson more than in that movie but yeah sam rockwell hated i i don't know what happens in the end because we had a very unfortunate thing happened in the movie theater so the movie um, had to stop the of movie three billboards yes and the movie had to stop
3: you should go oh. back and get, watch it. And well, I
2: <gasps> so we I had it
1: as of like a week ago, but I don't think I have it anymore. So oh I,
2: shoot! Yeah. I w- didn't know that. Anyway, but <clears> I'm going to go with I'm going to go with <laughs> Sam Rockwell. I just want to say that I'm I'm just happy that Richard Jenkins was nominated. Yes.
3: Yeah. He'll get one soon?
2: I would love for him to get one. And
0: I'll, I'll go with Sam as well. Um, and I agree with what you were saying earlier about just he made me so uncomfortable in. At so many points in the movie that, you know, that was a good job.
2: What happens in the end? With uh, I mean, his
1: character. Spoiler. Well, where did it end for you?
2: Uh, pretty much after some. he Is it him who threw somebody out the window? Yes, oh. he
1: throws that guy out the window. Oh, yeah. Can't I'm not going to go, there. go parrot. There's a lot that happens. After.
0: God. It's a, that's a big chunk.
2: And,
1: and typically like it would be like, like, yeah, we talk about spoilers, but mm, that's the old I'm going right. to skip it for this one. Yeah. It, well, it's a, it's a huge
2: chunk. Somebody problem. was ill.
1: You missed Act Three. Yeah, we'll catch I, up. I remember. Yeah, you, yeah, not, it was not
2: good. Yeah. So, all right, talk on.
1: offline. Remind me. See if I've got it.
2: Okay. So, I would be going?
1: Yeah, I was going with Sam. Okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on to wind it down here. Best actress. Best actress. Uh, man, this is this was a tough one for me because um, I think either one of them either Sally Hawkins or Frances McDormand can get it
3: Um, Hmm. really I love Mm. Sally a lot I love her but Frances is going to get it and it saddens me I think think Sally the silence that she
1: uh, what she was able to bring to the table with being silent was remarkable
2: right I think Um, so
0: so Ronan's not even in your no okay All right.
1: I (laughs) nope I did not like that movie really nope
2: Okay. He has to go to
1: therapy. Fair enough. Why well, didn't to go to therapy? It just—it's not a movie that resonated with me at all.
2: <laughs> I think it did. No. I think it
1: did. So. I'm just joking. I, you. I Whatever.
2: Just joking. You. I'm kidding. So I, your pick is.
1: I I can go swing
3: either way with either Francis or Sally. Okay. I agree with that too. I think Francis did a phenomenal job, but it's one of those roles where depending on yeah. who had it, it could have been anyone, and it would have been. Kind of the same intensity. I do not but, think so. But I think Francis did a great job. But Sally,
2: Holly Hunter could have done a great job with this too. She could have. Um, See what I mean? So um, <laughs> I think for, I said Frances. one other person. <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> I think Sally, her silence, like Ron said, carried the movie, and she did so much with her facial. And she did. You yeah, you felt like heartbreak for her. I think Francis's
1: best scene in uh, Three Billboards was when she was sitting in bed and she starts talking to the the, the slippers. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, the to be able to pull that off and actually make it feel like, yeah, you're just kind of tripping a little bit. You're losing a little bit of your mind after all the shit that's happened to you. I don't know if that was in the third act or not. Yeah, that you Is did that not see. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,
2: the actors have such a huge influence on these uh, i feel like they're they're gonna go with francis they 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 keep picking her i, I mean, think it's gonna be francis. she's
0: kind of been sweeping all yeah. the shows yeah but how I feel. it would i i would be okay with sally too i her facial expressions and just
3: her physical body just her physical chemistry knowing how her body moves and doing it and and the
0: way she uh signed in that one scene to um her neighbor you know oh. where she was like he understands me he gets me
3: like it was very her
1: performance reminds me a lot of uh who was the actress from
3: Amelie uh, Audrey Tattoo. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: it, it just that the whole time that i just felt like i was watching was her again but it went in a good way i just said like,
3: it, it just stuck out it was like is amelie for adults i said that before yes, she did. amelie grown up or, i did think i know. did
2: think of amelie when i watched it is there anybody that if they said the winner is and they read a name, you would just be pissed?
0: I think you would freak out about Margot, Wouldn't you?
2: No, I mean, I didn't like the movie. Didn't <laughs> I mean, didn't like the movie, but... Mar- Mar- Margo's...
1: Well, suicide, suicide wasn't this year, it was last year, wasn't it? Last. The suicide Squad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think she had probably had a better turn as Harley Quinn than she probably did as I, Tonya.
0: I, yeah. Okay. Did you see I, Tonya? No. Okay, I have no desire. <laughs> I would
3: scream if Meryl Streep was announced. If Meryl Streep was announced as the winner, I would scream. Or
2: because, well, because of she, the way she was in the movie, or just because how because of you. I just don't. I, she's a should, great she, actress.
3: I just don't think she needs oh my to be God. nominated over and over and over again.
1: It's but like t- here, you're good. Here, 20, you're good. Twenty one nominations. Twenty three nominations.
3: Yeah, and somewhere just in there. Stop. Just stop. She's fine. She mm. doesn't need to have the. Res-
2: they, okay, so they they put the post.
3: Justin, what's your feeling
2: on this year? The Post is nominated for Best Picture, which is bullshit. That's a gimme for Spielberg, we know that. It's complete crap. But anyway, but she Someone is- film was basically
1: done in like six months.
2: She was the best thing in the movie. Yes. Do I think she should have been nominated? Oh. No. I don't.
0: We can say it, it's fine.
2: I don't. Is it so, gimme? Yeah. She's not
3: gonna get it. No.
2: We is just you- like to see her face. I
3: don't. <laughs> I do. It's basically saying, we're going to help you break a record. Just keep giving these to you. And it's like, it's fine. It's great. But it's just, no, we don't need to just to, just stop. Just like.
2: You need to see some movies. I, I
3: Here's the thing. Okay. So Daniel day is a great actor, but mm-hmm. he's not nominated every year he's in a he's
2: film.
3: He's not in. But you know what I mean? He's not nominated. They don't do kisses butt like that every single time oh he's in a movie. So,
2: <laughs> this oh woman is not trying to get. Anything She's not, from it?
3: but the Academy doesn't know how to say, We love you, but you don't need to be nominated. How about we give you a presentation? How about you They hand are out nominating an award? her.
2: I don't know. It just keeps happening.
3: The branch needs to stop. God. The acting wreck needs to stop. <laughs> just, just whatever. Uh, send a memo. We have to I have move a cat on.
4: named uh, no. Meryl
2: Streep. Uh, uh, My cat's
1: on. <laughs> name is Meryl Streep. Moving on. <laughs>
2: Your cat's name is Meryl Streep? Well, when we had it together, we named her Meryl yeah. Streep.
1: Did you call her Meryl Streep or did you just call her just Meryl? Meryl.
2: Okay, okay but, good. Meryl. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but they love when I come in at and, and the vet's office and they say that Meryl Streep is here. They just love to say that.
1: Anyway. Okay. Okay, moving on to best actor. Um, hands down, Gary Oldman. Best yeah. performance of the year. Probably best performance of,
0: oh God, almost go probably crazy. the last five
1: years. He was phenomenal. Easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and i think it's time it's well do it is a yeah.
2: do um i haven't seen it i haven't seen the movie um i just know that he's been winning everything and he has been showing up for everything and he uh
0: i mean i i didn't see him as gary oldman like i
2: i know that timothy chalamet is getting i mean for the young he's voters, the youngest well, the young voters really yeah. liked him, but I don't think. Yeah, it's going to be. Gary I saw Oldman. Gary
3: Oldman in The Fifth Element, and I didn't know it was Gary Oldman until I'm like, wait, your head, your. Oh, mouth
2: yeah, he right. can really. It was
3: weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's he's a good. really good actor. Don't get it.
1: Yeah. And if he, he doesn't, I probably won't ever watch the Oscars again.
0: Don't say things you don't mean. <laughs> <to him. laughs> if he if he doesn't, then who? Do you think there's a second contender? Tim, Tim Timothy. You think so?
2: He's not going to get it. Please. Or is it Daniel Day because I, I, it's his
0: last No,
1: no. they're not that silly. No. They're not that silly. I've seen sillier things happen. So have I, I.
2: Let's just I, put it are. down to Gary Oldman and move on. <laughs> All right.
1: Moving on to directing. Um, I'm going to go with Dunkirk. I think Christopher Nolan's film was phenomenal. But at the same light, uh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's Shape of Water was phenomenal as well. So I'm kind of split between the two of them?
3: I think execution-wise, I think Dunkirk personally should win. Just how everything came together, how it was just... i mean, For, for pure technicality, yeah, that's
1: where I'd put Nolan.
3: Yeah. For, Did it
1: have a lot to say?
4: Not
3: really, no, really, no. But just the awesomeness, that that's what film should be. Like Inception, that's what film is, is Dunkirk. But then you have Ship of Water and Del Toro's is woven together this seamless fantasy. And so I'm torn on that a
2: yeah. lot. Well, I'd say that Dunkirk had such a lack of dialogue that it's a director's movie. I mean, the whole thing was shaped by him. Whatever we saw and we understood just by... So I thought that was pretty amazing. But um, I'm going to go with Del Toro um, to win.
0: And I think it goes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier this morning about you know, director and picture winning, is it a is it a package deal, is it not? And so I think that's where I was kind of going back and forth with Del Toro, um, you know, kind of winning, but I don't know, I really I really liked Dunkirk and
1: Yeah, I and I really I really strongly keep getting pulled back to Dunkirk just simply based off of name an actor in Dunkirk who pulled the movie. Right, Name an actor in Shape of Water who pulled the movie. If Sally
3: Hawkins wasn't in that movie or Roger uh, Jenkins, Jenkins wasn't in that movie, would you have Shape of Water? Or what's his name, Doug uh, Jones. You wouldn't have a movie with Doug, without Doug Jones. Dunkirk used very few noticeable names.
2: Right.
1: And the ones that he did put in it that were noticeable, Tom Hardy, Kenneth <laughs> Branagh, they were exactly a supporting cast. They didn't <laughs> stick out.
2: And he put one in that he didn't even know he put in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and he put one of the most top uh, pop stars out there. Um, and so you know, that's I'm I'm going for Dunkirk just for
3: that.
2: I think it. I mean, I think it has a good good to. shot.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I yeah. want to put this out there too that I'm not putting um, Christopher Nolan and I don't even want to say his name, uh, Jim Cameron in the same category. But oh God! i <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But they're not the best dialogue writers. So I can see this being a director's film, even though Nolan did write it. I mean, he wanted to improvise the whole film originally until his wife said, no, you can't improvise a whole film like this. That's a no. Um, But they're not great at writing dialogue. And you can kind of tell. And I'm sure Nolan had someone help patch up his dialogue. He usually has his brother. Yeah. So he's good at writing the action and getting it across, but dialogue, like Jim Cameron, is not a strong suit, so. But it, it worked in this film. In this case, we didn't need that much dialogue. We needed to watch it. and take it in and mm-hmm. feel it. Mm-hmm. That's my little tip in.
2: Thank you.
1: All right, and before <laughs> we go to our best picture, we will be taking a short break right ah. after. Ah. No, right yeah. after ah. the best pictures, we will be taking a short break before we delve into more talk about the Oscars. But I'd like to preface the best picture talk by saying I have a horrible track record of actually picking who the best picture will win because I go by basically what we just talked about in the best director category, of judging a film on technicality versus over the, uh, not substance per se. Message? Message. Um, I'll get into that later too. uh, My best picture pitch is Dunkirk.
2: Why are you, I thought we were waiting for that.
1: Mm. You didn't listen. <laughs> I said
0: after. After the commercial break.
1: We After we do Best Pictures, we will go into a commercial break.
2: Oh, I missed that. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to do one of those things. You thought break? I was going to be a jackass? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I did. Okay. Well, want, I am, what, what is but... yours?
3: <laughs> I'm going to go with Shape of Water as my personal choice, as well as Dunkirk. I'm still tied between those two, so it's a good thing I'm not voting this year, but... Um, Shape of Water and Dunkirk have my... I'm still not sure yet. Can I have your voting chip? <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. Sorry.
2: Um, okay. There we go. So Shape of Water, I think, is what I would want to see win. Well, it's like I think it's going to win. Get Out would be amazing if it won. Um. The SAGs gave three billboards, best ensemble, not Shape of Water. And last year, they did the same thing. They didn't give it to La La Land. Um, they had hidden figures. So even though SAG, I mean, the actors are voting, right?
3: For best picture? Yeah. Everyone's voting for best picture. But they
2: have the biggest...
3: Pool of people.
2: Pool of people. And they like three billboards. So, what? <laughs> the word on the street is that <laughs> if you billboards wins it's going to be anarchy like after crash one so it's going to be that type of feeling so that's kind of how well, I
0: Crash thought. was crash
1: we'll, we'll talk about crash after <laughs> Yeah we will
0: sorry <laughs> yeah.
2: So um,
0: so what's your pick?
2: God I'm going to go um, I'm going to go get out. Okay
3: Really?
0: I am. Okay all am. right and I'm gonna stick with Shape of Water.
1: Was. <laughs> okay. And with that, we are gonna go take a short break and we will be back. Hey, you. That's right, I'm talking to you. Insert your ad here. That's right, ever wanted to become part of an ad? Ever have something that really wants to be shared and it's created and made by you? Well, this is your chance. Become part of the Cultural Stew advertising platform. Contact us today. See what we can do for you and what you can do for us. Okay, and welcome back. We're going to do a little roundtable here. Um, we're going to start off with the best picture from the year you were born. The best picture from the year I was born, 1980, was "Ordinary People." I have seen this movie, and I've subsequently forgotten this movie. I
2: love that movie. Wow! Ordinary People. Yeah. Mary Tyler Moore. I think um, she did such. I I loved her in that movie. I read the book. I, th-
1: I think that was the last time I watched the movie was sometime around the time I read the book, which was...
2: But I, mean, I like I, emotional... I, like like film, like emotional cutting movies. I was
0: going to say, just getting to know you more, I'm wondering if it's because you don't like it as much because it's an acting because it's movie? it's
2: got a story? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's,
0: it's an acting movie. It's not a visual. It's not...
2: But it's also really hard to watch. I mean, it's about death. It's about dealing with death. It's about dealing with, you know, maybe you're not one for loss.
1: I think to me, it, it might it might revolve around just being a dated movie to me.
2: I like dated movies.
3: Okay. How about you, Anthony? All right. I was born in 1985. Um, Jeez. So uh, <laughs> Amadeus kidding. was Best Picture that That's year. Cool. For cool. those of you doing the math at home, stop now or Valerie's going to kill me. <clears throat> so Amadeus is a film I watch at least once a year. Um, the director's cut. And that's the film I watch when I want to know that I'm okay. I love that movie. Oh, that's that. That I'm okay because I know it's I'm really a little cool. weird and eccentric and I'm a creative person so watching that film grounds me in reality that there are a lot of us. Ooh. That's cool.
2: I love that. That's a fantastic reason. Yeah. Okay, I like you more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but the respect for me just dropped a couple notches. Yours went up a couple notches.
2: <laughs> no, I love Amadeus. I saw it in the movie theater when I was 10 years old and I was mesmerized. So. And I
3: have Amadeus laugh. I mean, it's not from the movie, but I realize that I laugh. Like Mozart, when I get really excited. You do? I have a high-pitched laugh. That's <laughs> I want to hear his. it. It's not coming out. You, have to, I get really. him, you have to get him excited. So, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. what we just said.
4: Things
2: just got awkward <laughs> in
4: here.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I and he's
2: uh, laughing.
3: But I knew at that point when I heard Tom laugh that way. And I heard about Amadeus' laugh before in reading. But knowing that he could laugh like that. And people looked at him weird and he was still a genius and still able to create blew me away when I was younger. And I said, cool. Okay, I'm okay. So. That's cool.
2: Love that. Okay, I was born in nineteen seventy five, and the best picture <laughs> was one who the uh, one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Is, Love that movie. And anybody knows me, it's very fitting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I have seen the movie. Here's Ratchet, comes into my life sometimes. Um, Jack Nicholson.
1: It's one of the few films and books that I have an equal respect for of both that I think that the film mm -hmm. did a very good job at portraying. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I don't have much to say about it. I just, I, I I liked the movie. And that's the movie that came out when I was born. It's a good movie. So, Dustin.
0: Yeah, so 1976, and it was Rocky. And I have seen it. And actually, the more I think about it, um, it's very fitting because it's, you know, it's overcoming something and being strong. And, you know, he, didn't he write? He wrote
2: wrote it it, it as well. He sold his dog. No, the story of Rocky. Read it. It's yeah. fantastic. I've read he, parts he, of it. He was offered money several times. They barely could eat. They could mm-hmm. but he said, "I am going." I wrote it. I'm going to direct it, and I'm going to be in it. Yeah. And nobody right. would take
1: it. In the in the midst of him being poor, he ended up selling his dog. Really? I mean, to help make that film.
2: Anything he could do, and uh, then Very he cool. did it. Hmm. It, it. It's a great. It's a great story. Movie.
1: Hmm. Throwing it right back to you, Dustin. What has been the worst? movie to win best picture since you were born
0: um okay i'm gonna be probably unpopular here but um i I don't know if it's been if it's the worst movie but i just really didn't care for it was Birdman? um i really wanted um theory of everything or boyhood to win so um i
3: can agree with i see what you mean Go ahead.
0: when it w- yeah when i'm when i'm just comparing the list of movies that year um in 2014 it okay. i just okay. i just it took me by surprise i mean it's a good I, I understand it's a great movie but it wasn't one of my favorites
1: the only reason uh, i wanted that movie to win was just because of the the cinematography
0: That was
4: it <laughs> <laughs> okay there yeah. many reasons yeah.
2: i wanted that to win but i boyhood was uh
3: i loved boyhood
2: it was an accomplishment. I well, think that's why
3: there. many people wanted it to win It was because it was a feat in filmmaking. It was it, a it was. journey and a commitment,
2: a big commitment. It really was. Yeah. So I would probably agree with you with that. I mean, I just, but I really love Birdman. I love
3: Birdman too. I love Birdman. <laughs> I like Michael Keaton,
2: but yeah. So
3: I, where do you stand, Valorant?
2: Uh Of the worst? The worst. Oh God. This is the only time when I remember, well, there's another time, but I think that's going to be covered. <laughs> That's going to be covered, and I feel like there's been lots. Anybody of that listens to this will be like, "No shit." Okay, mine is the artist. Um, I know that I come off as when I say this. Oh gosh, you're just really not artistic enough. You're not into real film, and I was a film student. I get it. I saw. You know, I don't need. I need the talkie. I don't know the fact that one. It's nostalgia. I don't care. I know, I was I agree. so bored, I agree. out of my mind, and I kept looking at my mom. I went with my mother, and I kept looking at her, and she thought I was looking at her just to see her reaction. I kept looking at her like, do you want to stay? And she kept looking at me, and at the end, I looked at her like, what in the hell? I, I was will. ready to go. And she said, I was totally ready to go. <laughs> I was like, We wasted so much time. And then when it won, and then they won, he won.
3: Yeah, Gene. Yeah, yeah. He won.
1: He's a good guy. I grew up watching a lot of silent films, you know, with my do- my dad. How he liked to watch his old TCM mm-hmm. and ACM. And I just had no desire to see it. Still have no desire to see it. It's
3: boring. 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 <laughs> it's uh, it's just. It's just nostalgia, and I understand why the Academy wanted to feel fuzzy inside. And they, hey, this is our heyday. This is what we used to do. But they and
2: overdid it.
3: What yeah. else was up?
1: That He's year. French. Um, I don't even have anything on that year for like what my pick was.
2: Oh. I can tell I you. think
1: that was a forgettable year for me. I think so too. No. That's why yeah. it won. <clears throat> okay. It's two thousand
2: eleven. It's the descendants, it or Love Alexander. Uh Extremely light and incredibly close. Mm-hmm. The Help. Hugo. Midnight in Paris, which is what I wanted to win. Moneyball, the Tree of Life, or War Horse. I wanted Midnight in Paris.
1: Mm. Hugo was a decent movie. It was. I, 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 liked, I liked Hugo. I liked Hugo. Mm-hmm. That's. That, I mean, I remember War, how, more, ugh, War Horse Spielberg. Um, Great play, but. I didn't see either. Yeah, Hugo is the one that stands out to
3: me from that year.
2: I can't believe my new ball is in there. Anyway. So Philip Seymour Hoffman.
3: Good times. Your turn. So, um, drum roll. I think we can sum this up with Jack Nicholson's Wow, Crash. Um, oh God. He was surprised. We were all surprised. I was. Mm-mm. Um,
1: it was a wow on the outside. and It was a what the mm-hmm. on the inside. What?
0: So mm-hmm. why did it why did
1: it, why win? it
3: win? It's a feel good film, and it, it makes is people not. feel.
1: No, 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 okay. no. Sorry. I read. I read a thing the other day, and I think it hit it on the nail on the head. Was a lot of the people are constantly in this L.A. Hollywood bubble, oh. and a lot of these people are on that. And it was a lot of people saw themselves in that film. Yes. And so it made Did it you? very easy and comfortable to vote for a film like that.
3: You know who okay. should have won? Brokeback Mountain.
1: And yes. even the yes. writer yes. of
3: Brokeback Mountain, Annie, was like, no. She like swore and got upset, wrote emails and hate letters and yes. articles about it. Brokeback Mountain should have won. Like yeah. Heath should have won that year too. And they just said, oh, we, yeah, never mind. But Another one for that year that stuck out for me was Good Night, Good Luck. Yes. Good movie. Twerks was good in that. But yeah, Crash was just a feel-good, not like literally feel-good, but like, i comfortable. very comfortable. It's, God, I hate it. Sandra Bullock was in it. I'm like, oh, you're just embodying the whole film. I'm so angry at the world, and I don't know why. And that's the whole film in a nutshell. And it's just it just felt good. It made everyone feel like they weren't guilty anymore. <laughs>
2: I don't yeah. understand this feel-good movie thing.
3: No, no, no. See, it's not literally feel-good. It just makes people comfortable enough where they can not feel guilty anymore for a little bit. It's why Amistad didn't win the year. It should have won, and they gave it something else instead. Amistad should have won Best Picture, but the Academy was uncomfortable with that subject matter being thrown in their face, so they voted for something else. Because Steven directed that film. I forget what came out. Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, won instead. So. Yes. It was safe. Crash was safe. Sorry, keep making ma- that noise. The... Mountain... W- the Academy has a lot of gay members, and, but they were not ready to. Moonlight came out. It wasn't out. its time. It wasn't its time. Moonlight mm-hmm. came out and it was in your face. We can talk about this, but back then they were still like, oh no, Kevin Spacey wasn't out, but we know he was gay. And yeah, it's just hiding.
2: Okay. I mean, and we can all <laughs> agree on Crash then, yeah?
1: I, we're all in agreement. We're all in agreement on Crash. do um,
2: don't. I don't. really
1: <laughs> didn't have one outside of Crash, and the only reason I picked Crash is because it's very forgettable to me. I can't even tell you what it was about. Um, but I something came no up problem. during the break that I'd like to talk about, and that is Forrest Gump.
0: Oh. Valerie?
2: Oh, that's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand Forrest Gump. I know. This Every... is
0: why we almost stopped being friends.
4: That's oh. not this, this is good. Here we go. <laughs> it is. All right. No.
2: I just, I don't know. It just, it's so annoying, and it keeps going. It's just... Run, Forrest, run. I mean, hearing people people still say that.
3: Yeah,
0: they do. All the
2: time. I just can't. It's
0: a sign of a good movie. It's rememberable.
2: <gasps> no, I I don't. I must
1: say, I, I've probably heard it more than you as a runner.
2: Oh, sure. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Every time you go around the corner, Run, Forrest. I hate it. I hate it. It's just All the characters are just overdone. and It's it, based on a book. I don't care. It, it, I
3: think my friend Barry sums it up. And Barry, don't hate me. He says that, The movie makes it okay to be dumb, but it's not Forrest's fault. But he just says, it's just so naive. It drives him nuts. The whole film just is one random naivety after the other. And it's just, my friend Barry can't stand that. It it makes him go batty. Dustin,
1: where do you fall on that? I want to know why this drove a wedge between you.
3: Well,
0: I just, I really loved Forrest Gump. I don't know if it had to do with a period of, time in my life maybe at that time I mean I remember at that time really loving Tom Hanks and um I really liked the historical aspect of the film just all the time it went through
1: and that that was already at the epitome of the Tom Hanks trifecta yes absolutely Philadelphia
2: I loved Philadelphia Philadelphia Philadelphia, Forrest
1: Gump and I'm missing something in there there's three films back-to-back years yeah. No, he Only had two. No, there was three. No, it
2: was, there was three. Um, yeah.
1: I'm forgetting what that
3: was. Forrest Gump was came out of in 95, 94, so what would that be? Yeah, Forrest Gump was
0: 94.
1: Philadelphia was 93. We'll
3: come back to that, I'm sure. Yeah. It, didn't, it
2: oh, wasn't fair. even nominated. It wasn't even mm. nominated. Yeah. Ooh. What? What um, S- we were just Forrest talking Gump? about. No. Philadelphia thank you
3: that was the year before he won for best actor for, for
0: actor.
2: oh we're talking about actor yeah God. anyway yes um, so
0: aside from Valerie are you two guys not fans of Forrest I
3: like Forrest for what it is I appreciate what it is but it's not my favorite film I can watch it the so my picks go
1: back all the way to 94 okay and the film that I actually picked that year over Forrest Gump was Shawshank Redemption yes okay. absolutely yes. and I think it was a well more deserving film than Forrest absolutely. Gump absolutely I don't Knock Forrest Gump, I thought it was a unique film, but I'll walk Shawshank Redemption 10 times a sure. one. Too. Sure, too. So. too. So there's our
3: worsts. Let's go into our bests. Anthony, lead us off here. Um, how can I say this so I don't upset people? Um, I liked Almost <laughs> Famous, and that came out the same year as your favorite film.
2: Why would that upset people?
3: He's gung ho about Gladiator, and again, I know why oh, Gladiator. I know why Gladiator won because it's nostalgia, oh. and it's a swords and sandals film, and they haven't had a good one in years. So, this is a throwback saying, "Hey, we can do a modern, well, not not modern, but we can do a film." I loved it in our past. I think I posed this the
1: wrong way. What was your favorite best picture? Oh, I said that the wrong way.
0: Mm-hmm. You may have to come back to, you have to come back to
1: <laughs> that There's <be> so many. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry you, about that. You need that. to
2: go look through the list. Okay, so mine so is easy. I I
1: should have added that. In what was your favorite that didn't win? Okay, so mine is if you anybody knows me
2: knows the English Patient, and I know that people have very strong feelings.
1: Fargo. That's it. Excellent. That would have been my pick over that year.
2: Well, it didn't win. Sorry. I know. Um, The English Patient. It it came out during a year that was difficult for me, and so it resonated. I thought it was beautiful. I loved how it used art. Um, it wasn't, it's an, you know, it, it was adapted, but the book was totally different. I liked the movie better than the book, actually. Um, I, I loved the story. I loved passion. A lot of people had an issue with the fact that there was. You know an affair, yes, there was an affair. Um, the passion he had for her, the things that he was saying. I mean, I was just, uh, it just, I am a passionate person, so that worked for me. And I, um, I don't know, I just thought it was beautiful. Didn't, sh-
0: didn't you feel it was kind of slow in parts?
2: Shut up. <laughs> I did not. I never thought people okay. would freak out about the fact that he went and got her and was carrying her out and she looked the same and she would have been bones and all this crap. It's a movie. So I was fine with it. Um, I probably have never cried so hard in my life as I did. But I think that was also hitting upon the fact that I had just lost someone. So I just, I watched that movie. That is my movie that I watched to feel... It's connected. a good choice. All right, that's- yeah.
0: I'm going with uh easy hands down Shakespeare in Love and from 1998. Um it's just you know that's shortly after I graduated high school and it you know I had spent like my senior year just reading tons of Shakespeare and I love Romeo and Juliet and you know combining that with this movie and how he came up with it I just
2: It was very smart.
0: It's a very smart movie, and I love you know Gwen and Rafe. I mean,
4: yeah,
2: just I loved that movie.
4: I, I have
1: like a lot it. of adoration and fond memories of that movie. I don't know why I haven't watched it in a long time though. Watch it.
2: It's a I I. I, I distinctly that movie.
1: remember the, or the score for that, just the long sweeping orchestra on it.
2: It's a
0: great. And, and Judy Dench <laughs> got nominated for being she in won. it. She
2: won. She, she won. won? She That's right. Won.
0: For like having five minutes on screen.
2: Yeah. Seven. <laughs> Seven
3: Seven minutes.
2: Um. Good pick. Good pick.
3: Thanks. Spotlight.
2: Good pick. Yes. Good. That one. was
3: a seamless docudrama in a way where I was like, "Wow, this is like almost a documentary, but it felt very dramatic and it moved and it didn't slow down at all. It just kept going, and I was compelled to keep. And it was so recent.
0: Yeah, and so much better than the post. Like yeah. when you're comparing. Right. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> Can you no, it's it, it it, it just i felt like spotlight i at first i didn't want to watch it but the, so i said i'll read it first and i read it and i said wow i have to watch this movie and it, everything from the beginning to the end it just kept my it, attention
2: you oh you read the screenplay i do. Okay.
0: Yes. i agree it was one of the last ones that year that i went out to see because yeah. i wasn't i don't know why i just was like eh, okay fine right. but once i saw it hands down it was and
3: great. michael was phenomenal mark ruffalo again is my favorite those two, yes. So,
2: I loved Spotlight, and I think I saw it alone, and I just sat there. Um, I know that you always sit through the credits. Yes. Um, sometimes I do. Sometimes I have to leave. But that, I just remember sitting there just, I was, do you know what I mean? You're just sitting there just soaking the whole thing in, watching the credits. I just sat in my seat until the whole thing was over. I loved that movie, and it was, it was relevant, and it needed, I was just like, thank God somebody put this out. Do you know what I mean? It was like, good job. Well,
3: the thing is that I read every year, you should know, listeners, that I read the Pulitzer Prize winning articles. I spend a good three weeks reading every article nominated and the winners of the Pulitzer Prize. So I read the Spotlight articles. They have them on the archive on the Pulitzer website. So I read it. A long time ago, which mm. wasn't so long ago. And then I said, you're making a movie out of this? How is that going to work? But then again, it's, you know, people do it all the time. So I read the screenplay and said, wow. And I saw the movie and just, I mean, the whole cast, Michael Keaton, Mark Ruffalo, you mm-hmm. have Leave. You have Billy up in it. You have just so many people and they disappear yeah. in their roles. They do. Mm-hmm. And Mark made me almost cry. I mean, that shouting at the end. I did cry. Where he's like, this can happen anywhere. Then at the end of the film, you see Rochester, New York. In the, I know. Yeah, you see your city. Kansas City.
2: Yeah. So like, when wow. you saw your city, yeah. that is when you're just, it just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It hits you. It becomes personal. I mean, before you're just like, holy shit. And then when you see your city, that was brilliant. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, my pick is you either love it or you don't. It hasn't aged perfectly um, Is Gladiator. And I think it envelops why my picks are the way they are um, is because I view it tech- on the technicality side. I think it is a phenomenal film in the way it was developed, in the process it went through, and specifically how music played a very important role in how it was created for the film. Um, a, lot of, a lot of music is orchestrated after the fact, and it is orchestrated to the edits of the film. This, uh, with Lisa Gerard, who is the the female voice, if you've ever heard the score, um, they actually set up a recording booth right next to the film editing booth. And for six months, the music was created at the same time as they were orchestrating the film edits. And so that is what shaped the film, was musical more than Hmm. the film edits. And I just think it was a, to me it was a film that I go back to as he does for Amadeus. I that's will cool. watch at least once a year Gladiator, and I think it's.
2: I have very to give cool. it a rewatch.
4: Oh, me too.
3: It's a good film. I just didn't think that. I mean, Academy does that. They do a lot of nostalgia throwbacks, and it's great. But for me, almost famous that year, it just it hit me. I mean, I guess I was in high school, and I felt like William Miller was me. Again, I watch films. Sometimes I find myself in them. Like I'm a the creative personality, and almost famous. I saw the writer, the young kid who was trying to fit in, and I had friends in high school even who were much older than me. So I guess that resonated with me too. That trying to find your place in the world, trying to find out where you belong, and just finding your home, so to speak. So
2: it is. It's personal. Yeah. But I see his point. Yeah. Gladiator is like this big epic and big. I, I don't know. I, I think
1: the the hard part of that film is like watching it now is that the CGI is aging. Yes. Um, you know, like things like the tigers were pure CGI and now they look like the funniest things on there. <laughs> they look like animation from 1996. That's how bad they look, hmm. but get past that. And I think it's, I mean, it doesn't have much of a important impactful story other than a man going after revenge and, going back to try to meet his family. How old were you? 20. I saw it when uh it came out, what was it? 2000 One. 2000 and I didn't see it until mid 2001. Maybe it might have been even 2002 before I saw it. Yeah. But I I had he- I had been listening to the music from the time they released the music and so I kind of got into the film backwards. I watched it right uh, after listening to the film for a very long time.
2: Hmm. I would say that. Okay. So
1: that wraps up that that little round table. We're going to move into our little stew, even though we've been stewing pretty much the whole episode long. Um, So this won't be that long, but what do the Oscars mean to you? What do they really represent?
2: This this is an older um, Hmm. fact. So, I don't even know if it's relevant now. Um, That after a man wins best picture or best actor, he gets a bump of about 80% for his salary. After a woman (laughs) wins, there's really no effect on it. There's like no no bump. That that could be old, but that's what I was reading. Um, There's also the curse the curse of the Oscar. Which I didn't—I forgot to research that. How many people get divorced after they win an Oscar? <laughs> Hilary Swank. Swank.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I was just thinking about her for something else—the fact that she just came into her Ben bed. Affleck. Ben yeah. Affleck.
2: Um, there's more. We just haven't. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't do our research. I apologize. Uh, look how that. much
1: of that is tied to that, or how much of that is just tied to the industry in general not being able to stay in relationships because of the situations you're put into with just being around the film industry in general?
2: I don't know, but it happens. It's just one of those things that are tied. Is it like, oh, that's interesting. You just won this, and this happened.
0: So how does this tie into what it means to you? I'm trying to...
2: I was just asking what it means oh. to people. Okay. Does it mean... What does it mean to me? The Oscar-winning... Um,
1: we're, here, we're 90 years in on the Oscars. Why do we watch them every year?
2: I watch them because I always watched them when I was a kid and I you would dress up for them. And, the um, nostalgia. Yeah, I know that they don't.
1: Are they impactful on your life of watching films? No.
2: It's impactful like, because I go out and see movies that I normally wouldn't see sometimes. And that's impactful. So I feel like uh, we get excited about... And, uh, you know, it's good feelings. I mean, and it also means that, you know, Dustin's coming. Dustin and Ryan are coming. You know, it's (laughs) like, this is our weekend. This is our Oscar weekend. This is what we do. And I don't know the whole thing. It's just a feeling. I know as a film student that I shouldn't care. (laughs) Um, And because the academy at times makes huge mistakes it's not like i think oh my gosh that is the best movie you're right it's not like that it's just it's just mm-hmm. watching it oops it's just it's just the watching of it i know that sounds ridiculous it's just the feeling no. I, get. Just...
1: I get it i mean i
2: but i do they mean anything no
1: personally for some for some reason when i first started getting into them they seem to have meant something to me then, which they don't mean now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've made pics the last couple of years, but I haven't found myself religiously watching it. Like I can't tell you the last year that I actually stayed up. I mean, I don't even think the best actress. No, no, it would be the best actor director picture. I I can't tell you the last time I actually watched those live, because they just. I go to bed at 9: 30, 10 o'clock.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If it really meant something to me, I think There's I would
3: be, less that time. I would be staying up and actually watching it.
2: We did. we do.
3: Okay. I do too. Um, I think that with, for me, for as long as I remember, and I've always wanted to be a filmmaker, So as a part of that, I've always watched the Oscars for the sake of, this is the climate of the industry. This mm-hmm. is what they like, this is what they're buying story-wise but as I've grown older in my 20s I would say it's gotten to the point now where this is the thermometer for our social our society this is what is important to us this is what these people and there are a lot of them think is relevant to our and it kind of represents America in a way so when Colin Firth who we knew from the get-go was going to win for the King's Speech it's a way of saying we care about redeeming ourselves or becoming better or improving ourselves when he was playing the king who had a stammer and overcame it. So I realized at that point, America's about overcoming something, something in our artist's bank of academy voters. They want to overcome something, something is bothering them. And I know the Post won't win Best Picture, but that was Billboard's way of saying, hey, we don't like Trump, let's bash him through a film. Let's talk about our freedom, our rights, that you keep bashing our livelihood to journalism. Let's fight back and say this is what the power of journalism.
2: It would have been better if you would have done it better.
3: Spotlight, I think, did that for, you know, the pre-scandal. But I think Spotlight was more than the pre-scandal on a different level. It was saying, yes, this was a problem in the Catholic Church, but the newspaper is still relevant. It may be digital, but we're still trying to get the truth out and inform you. And it's kind of interesting that came out before Trump was elected president because he's been bashing the media left and right. But I always go back to Spotlight saying, this is the power of journalism. So mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. the Academy watching this is showing me what the industry is buying story-wise and what they want to make for, and what they are subtextually saying. This is the message we want to let people know about and this is what we are hoping to address socially. And that's what films have always been for me. They've been a message saying I wanted to teach you something. So I guess that's where I'm at.
2: I also feel like when we watch them and we see what wins over another movie, yeah. it does make you think, oh, okay, well, you're not ready. America's not ready. Right. Mm-hmm. America's not ready for...
3: Brokeback
0: Mountain. Brokeback right. Mountain. Mm-hmm.
2: So we can't do it. But we'll nominate it. And but
3: Heath and uh, Jake were risking their careers. Because, I mean, we had Rupert Everett, who came out of the closet so early in his career, and he's been like derailed ever since. Yep. And now he's doing an Oscar Wilde film as his last hurrah film. It's too bad but he came out and they, they weren't ready for it. Right. Yeah. And that was I sad. I mean, I
2: could
3: go on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dustin looks like he has something to say.
0: No, I I don't think I have really anything new to introduce from what you guys were saying. I think, you know, over time, it's just changed for me. You know, as a kid, it was about this fantasy world of Hollywood and living in it um, and being like, wow, I would love to be part of that. And, you know, and then also as a teenager escaping to movies and just – knowing that for an hour, two hours, two and a half hours, I could just get away from everything and live in in that movie, in that moment. And so it's just kind of always, you know, been a fascination of mine. And then just kind of, as I've gotten older, it's just, it's kind of been more of a traditional, like a traditions thing, you know, and coming to see Valerie every year and, and knowing that we always watch them together and, and, you know, just, seeing familiar faces now on screen and things like that.
1: You, Ron? I thought I already shared my spot. Did, did I? you?
3: Mm-hmm. He did. He did.
2: Okay. I'm okay. sorry. It's all good. Um, <laughs> Not that it didn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just, Dustin just touched upon, you know, being able to go to the movies and escape. And mm-hmm. I think I approached the Oscars a little bit differently in the way that it, the more we talk about this, the more we go through this and realizing how much of the technicality side is tied to my feelings in movies in general is that ability to go to the movies and escape. I am a person who loved being able to see Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade and just disappear into this fantasy world as a, mm-hmm. yeah. God, what was I yes. nine years old when that came out. Um, but it happened on more than one occasion. I mean, the movie that solidified me wanting to be in the film industry was Jurassic Park. You know, that moment when you got to see a dinosaur on there. And those aren't the movies that get that Oscar attention. that makes sense. Um, But you're right. But those are the movies that have the impact on me. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily need a movie that sends... I love Spotlight. I mean, I don't want to knock it. I just... I've never needed to feel connected in such a way that that is the most important thing to me where it needs to send a message. But however, I remember watching Shakespeare in Love and feeling connected to that movie sure. because of how much I had this desire to be in the film industry. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a director. I wanted to start getting into writing. And I felt like, oh, it's the, that tale of Shakespeare and wanting to do that. And it was the same time I was going through a relationship of my own that had just started then broken up and then was in the mix of getting repaired and being brought back. And I think if a movie can touch you in that way, it's more important than any award that can get thrown at it.
3: Correct.
1: It could be completely (laughs) torn apart by your friends. It could be torn apart by the Academy or the popular consensus. But if it's something that inspires you and moves you forward, I think to me that has more weight than any award that'll ever be thrown
2: at it. So well said. On with everything you just said, Which I agree lot. with. <laughs> with I agree with. Then if I went by that, then Call Me by Your Name would win Best Picture, because seeing that movie brought back feelings that I forgot I had. You know those first feelings of being in love and being confused and mm-hmm. um, pretty powerful. So, I don't know. I, I totally agree. I, I've, been, I've escaped in movies to the point where I have a hard time with movies in reality. But um, I'm glad they're here. And I, I think the Oscars are fun because it's really the only time that I get to talk about movies with people that don't normally talk about movies. Except for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, there's not a whole lot of, it's a, something that people talk about. And they talk about movies, and then, okay, we're gonna talk about movies right now. That's fun. So, it brings movies into the spotlight.
3: Ooh, I saw what you did there. Spotlight. Spotlight's actually one of the only films where I've actually able to step back and actually be in the movie. Like, it's really hard for me, even from a young age, even knowing how movies were made at a young age. Seeing HBO First Look and all that stuff on TV, I was actually able to disappear. Almost Famous, same thing. It's very hard for me to step back and just watch a movie, because I'm watching and seeing all the elements come together. And-
2: That's why I'm Penny Lane, by the way. Penny Lane 64. Speaking
1: of Penny Lane, you know I watched I watch Across the Universe again.
2: I know, I saw that.
1: Love that movie. It's a good movie. I a good just, I, and it just came out in 4K with, like, so I'm, ooh, like oh. I want to go grab it.
2: Of course. I've been showing uh, my oldest, Zoe. Oh, except that Harper loves... I want to hold your hand. She loves that entire scene. I have to play it over and over and over again. <laughs> but the girls love it. I just haven't shown them the entire movie. You should. Uh, I haven't seen it for a while. Do you think it's sh- well, ready? Well,
3: no. How old she? No, I,
1: yeah.
2: I wouldn't yet. Yeah, there's parts that they're not ready for. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Anyway. So that's
1: what the Oscars mean to us. Um, Anthony, was there anything this year that was left off that you think
3: should have been in there? I'm going to go on the Wonder Woman train. I'm not sure what category, but I think a simple.
4: I'm in agreement. Something. She needed a nod somewhere. Yeah. yeah.
3: Hey. That was a triumph of filmmaking. And I, Where do you, where do you think it would fit? I mean, I...
0: I said best picture, but...
3: I would say directing. Even the directing would be nice just to put her in there. I think we could take off... Uh, damn thread. <laughs> yeah, I think... <laughs> Paul can. I mean, Paul's had other films that have been. Yeah, I would replace Paul with her. And
2: you don't have to. They didn't fill up to ten. You can just add it. You don't even have to subtract. Just write it in.
3: Yeah. I mean, I would just. It was a good film for what it was, and I'm not saying because she's a woman she should be nominated. I just think that for it being a superhero film, superhero film, it worked for me. It was really good. I yeah. think
1: what worked for me, besides being a female director, was Gail Gadot. Yes. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. Yeah how much had she done prior to this? Not much. I mean, I I don't remember seeing her until Batman versus Superman, right. but even in that little, tiny, little bit of Batman versus Superman, she was the thing that stood right. yeah. yeah, she made and her entrance. to where she was in Wonder Woman, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. and she grabbed your attention, and she, you know, to stand next to Chris Pine and I didn't make mind being Pine in the movie. looking I like fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, she made Chris Pine seem like a small guy. Yeah. And I th- I think that's powerful for a, for an actress to do. It doesn't happen often. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I the the part of the movie where
1: So if we were to if we were to move I would say get rid of Margaret Robbie and put Gal Gadot on there. Yes. I agree. I, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Val? <laughs> Re Val Val Valkyrie. <laughs> Valkyrie?
2: No. Valkyrie. Um Tessa Thompson. Yeah. Well, we were discussing, so we kind of have, Dust and I kind of have uh, mutual. We both give me their names, though. Uh,
0: Michael Scholebarg?
2: Schlot. What was his name? What are we talking about? So, Schlott me. He was in call, call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name, okay. supporting the actor. were one of his supporting actor.
0: He was also in The Post and Shape of Water. Yeah,
2: so he year, was in too. three movies this year. Uh, I just thought he should have been nominated.
3: Wait, 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 wait. Go back, what's his name? Which one was he? Michael what? Schulberg. Oh, he's in everything. I see him in a lot. He yeah. was the doctor in Ship of Water. Yes, um, he's, yes, he's in a yep. lot of things. I yep. see his face a lot. And, and right.
0: he was the dad in Call Me by Your Name.
2: Who gave the speech of? The, uh, uh. Um, okay, I know who you're talking
0: about. Yeah. He gave, he gave this great monologue. You know, he's to... the one that
1: looks like an older jo- Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's a good yes. way of saying it. Yeah. He does.
0: Yeah. Z um, he... <laughs> <laughs> clicked, didn't it? <laughs> But he gave this great monologue, and and, you know, kind of the the whole thing behind it was it was just um, it was like the envy of every gay kid who longed to hear that their longed to hear their parents say it gets better, and that was the best way to sum up the monologue. And I mean, he was good throughout the whole film, but that was the
2: part. I it was so well scripted. That speech that he gives to his son about feeling it—don't close down, don't shut it away. Feel all these feelings that you're feeling. I just—it was great.
0: And I think in the sporting category too, I think there was a miss with uh, Army Hammer. I do think
2: that was shocking.
0: I think he should have gotten something. Yeah, um, that was a surprise for oh, me. Oh, I liked
2: uh, Let's. This is name. What's his name? Um, the dad in Lady Bird.
3: Oh, you're talking about that's um, Tracy Letts, yeah. the playwright.
4: Yes,
2: I thought he was. I, I I just I really enjoyed him. I thought he would have been nice in there somewhere.
3: He'll get there soon. He's doing more and more movie roles, and he was in The Post, I believe, too. But he's doing more. He's stepping away from Steppenwolf Wolf and doing more Hollywood things.
2: I just I'm so pissed that The Post is even on
0: here. Is Spielberg <laughs> buck kissing? I I think Mudbound should have been.
2: App
3: in there. So well, Mudbound was on well, that's Netflix, correct. And so. that's going back to it's what got, you talked
2: about
0: earlier. Three
3: nominations so, on
2: here. So you can't beat. you can't do that.
3: You need Best Picture has to screen in LA for 7 days and um, and they're not oh. ready for yeah. They're a Netflix film to win. Yeah.
0: Within well, the Netflix next, won't put I, them I on. I think we're so. on
4: Netflix won't do we're it. We're
1: about 3 or 4 years in and I think when we hit next year or the year after you're going to see a major change in the stuff coming from Netflix and Amazon. Being finally nominated in the best picture, well, just because it's an acceptance thing, and people take a long time to accept yeah. change, and it goes back to what you said about *Brokeback Mountain*. It took a long yeah. time before people finally made that change. Well, it Amazon
2: takes, put theirs on a screen, and Netflix is not going to do that. But I just, I well, just, Amazon
1: think has a habit of actually buying the films. Yeah. It's not necessarily them producing the films from the ground up. They're buying them from Sundance or something like that. So why they've the already been sit, shown up on screen.
3: It's why the big sick is not on best picture because they didn't. It was streaming before it was in a the theater. So it, yeah. there's rules and rules are rules. So
2: people did say that Holly hmm. Hunter should have been nominated. She should
1: have actually been. Yeah. Um, so my and we talked about earlier. My my thing would be Logan not being on the best picture list.
3: I don't I understand mean. why the Academy doesn't take it seriously. I don't know if it's just no one takes superhero films Super seriously. It's the superhero film. But it's not. They're getting better. So, yeah. uh,
2: you want to speak on this? But
3: no. this goes into, you know, yeah. We'll, dark, we'll talk about that. Dark Knight so.
1: was, yes, n- was not on the best picture list. I loved.
4: Mm.
3: I think someday we'll break through. we will talk about that. They're in a not weeks, ready yet. But they will be ready soon. Yeah, they're just before it dies out. But I'd to- like
1: to say you have to have the right movie, but I don't. I'm now at the point like I don't know what the right movie would be to break right. through. Because the people that have touched the films over the last couple years have been the right people at the right time. Yeah. Um, I mean, going back to
0: Wonder Woman, it was also a historical setting too. I mean, they're just—I just don't think they're ready.
2: Ready for what?
3: To okay, let me put this way: Brokeback Mountain was gay themes and story, and people were not comfortable because it's in your face, and they just didn't want to see two men kissing on screen. I guess that was. What I heard in the back waves, people were telling me yeah. that. And what
2: I'm saying is why... Are, and they're not like ready
0: I'm, for superheroes to win movies, yeah. to to win Awards. Academy
3: why? Awards. Because they're kiddie, they're fantasy, they're supposed to be make-believe, and they're for kids. They have that mentality that graphic novels are for teenagers when they're not. Graphic novels are for high school kids and college students. There are classes for graphic novels. I, I sure.
1: think it also ties into the pushback of something that is commercially... yes. Financially successful in a blockbuster type setting. Yes. You cannot look at this list and point out and say that was a blockbuster. That was a blockbuster. The closest thing would be Gladiator. Mm -hmm. Gladiator was a blockbuster success that.
0: Forrest Gump was too. And and this year Get Out was the biggest one.
1: Few and far between. And when you look at the movies that are superhero movies, they are very popular commercially. And what I've. What I've seen is that's what they shy away from. It's like, oh, we don't want to put our emphasis on these things that are commercially viable. We'd like to put them on these little guys that are independent and trying to make things
2: work. Maybe they don't think the acting is up there?
3: I disagree. It's the reverse of the Tony Awards where they give the play musical with the most commercial success. And sometimes they're wrong. Like Wicked didn't win, but it's longevity. Like Rent won, but it's just popularity contest. Yeah we'll talk about that in a different podcast
4: yeah
1: <coughs> all right so we got that and last thing we're going to talk about the oscars before we wrap up the show um go through your favorite three films of the year dustin they don't have to be even on the best picture
0: lists sure um yeah call me by your name um definitely um i'm gonna say wonder woman because i really really did like that movie And um, I really enjoyed Get Out. Those were my three picks.
2: Blade Runner. Just because... I'm the ones that brought me joy. These are the types of movies. Not ones we think we should be on the Oscars. It could be either. No, I'm going to go with things that brought me joy.
1: Whatever three (laughs) ones you want to talk about.
2: Joy. Okay, so Blade Runner. (laughs) Um...
1: Was that a Ryan Gosling giggle? It was.
2: No. Oh, okay. oh my Lord. <laughs> but yes. Um, okay. I, I do have a thing. Anyway, um, I call me by your name just because of everything yep. it invoked. And my last one is more of just a feeling. It's a memory. It's The Greatest Showman. I had a great time. My daughters love it. It's just a good, fun movie where you didn't have to worry about anything. It's catchy music. We had a great time. So,
3: I'm going to go with The Shape of Water, Dunkirk, and The Disaster Artist. Okay,
2: <laughs> he's <laughs> not going to be there. Did you know that?
3: I know.
1: And what's his name? Oh, uh, did you? Speaking of Disaster Artist, did you see the short film that they're coming out with? No. Yeah. Um, it's called friends, with the R in parentheses, so like fiends, friends. It's uh, yes, the two I guys. Yes, I read about that. The, Tommy. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. Tommy and
3: Mark. Okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't
4: notice that. I'm
3: sorry, just popped up like Thursday. I'm like, oh, yeah. I gotta tell you about that. I this. would but say Disaster Artist is, it's worn on me a little bit. I mean, I like the fact that they're making a movie, about making a movie, which is always a bonus, but I think that just the friendship in that movie is what weighs more than anything else. seeing their friendship on display, seeing sacrifices made by Tommy for his friend and how much he cared about him even though the film was a disaster he still was like I'm making this film for you it's not for me this is for you to have a vehicle and so everything else besides Jim Franco just the heart of it was friendship
2: James Franco was not attending and Casey Affleck who won last year will not be presenting they were told not to be there not be presenting the uh, best the actress
1: Yeah, they were told not to attend yeah. My picks would be Dunkirk, of course, Mm -hmm. and Logan, and I think as for pure all-out joy of the year movie that was just fun to watch was Thor
3: Ragnarok. That was a good movie. It was fun. That was good. Jeff was hilarious. Valerie's just sitting here blank-eyed. I won't be blank-eyed
2: all the time. I'm going to get there.
1: Yes, it's a superhero tilt to my uh, films because even Nolan was the director of Dark Knight, so that's uh, three for three there. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought Thor was just fun. I mean, in the same way that Greatest Showman was just fun, it was just one of those times that were, like it took a superhero movie and just enjoyed it from beginning to end and didn't have to be the best thing out there, but it was pretty damn good.
2: I saw some good movies recently some good short films. Short films? Yeah. Yeah. I did. So last night we went out, Dustin and I. Oh. We went out and um, ended up (laughs) at Fleet Feet, and there was the best coast, or the, sorry, best. It is Beast Coast Trail Film Series was showing, and my husband, I was actually in them too, but my husband is one of the stars know of one of the films uh, that have to do with trail racing and there were six individual films that were viewed and they were just to see somebody who um, had a vision and went out and some of those shots were amazing I just feel like it was so inspiring to me honestly to see somebody who wanted to do something and they did it and here it is people they care about people that are in there just to see his work finally on a screen was fantastic. So good job, Ron.
1: Thanks. not going to talk about it, but thank you.
2: (laughs) It was, it was really great.
1: So that's our Oscar talk. Uh, hope you, uh, found something fun and interesting and I hope you agreed or disagreed and, uh, Don't hesitate to talk to us on Facebook about it. Closing out our show, we're going to go quickly through uh, our radar and our queue, things we're looking forward to, things we've seen. And as you might have noticed if you're in our podcast feed, um, a couple things have also started coming out. We have uh, Moments of Influence, which has just started, which are a short little one-on-one discussion with us and somebody who's discussing a media influence piece. And one of the upcoming episodes is actually going to be Valerie and Dustin as to um, one of their pieces. And I've also started to put on there things that we just really don't have the time to talk about sometimes when we're here in our episodes because we'd like to keep these bite-sized in an hour. This will be our exceptionally long episode, but deal with it, um, are going to be our five-minute reviews. So occasionally, um, the three of us will go through and just do a quick uh, little recap review of what we thought about a film that came out. The first one I have out there was Annihilation. Um, and my thoughts on that, so you can kind of go back and listen to that, but let's roll into Tony. What's some of the things that are on your...
3: Okay, so I, uh, I'm i gonna watch Downsizing. I read the screenplay for it, wasn't really impressed, and I love Alexander Payne a lot, but this may seem like a miss, so I'm gonna watch the film before I have my opinion. I saw Phantom Thread the other day. That's a no-go for me, that's not a watch. I mean, I love Paul Thomas Anderson, and I love Daniel Day-Lewis, but I just felt too much. Too much. I'm going to also look to see The Death of Stalin and The Breadwinner and Marty's Silence.
2: Okay. I'm up next. I'm going to... Um, there's a French film, BPM, correct? That's yes, correct. that is. Good film. So BPM, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing. I think you would really enjoy that too. Um, I saw A Ghost Story. I think it's called A Ghost Story. A Ghost I saw a ghost story. I'm going to tell you it's not for everyone,
4: but man,
2: where is it? Um, Gosh, it was on Prime or Netflix. Okay. I don't think I paid for it. I think it's Prime. Um, And it's, it's, it sticks with you. If you can stick with the film, it will stick with you, but you have to stay and watch it. There's a reason I'm saying that. Um, Phantom Thread, I just I do want to just I just want to see it. Breadwinner, I just have heard fantastic things about, and I'm gonna do my best to see Raw. What's Raw? Raw is
1: wrestling. Kind yeah. of like that <laughs> was gonna win. Raw wrestling? is
2: kind of uh, what I hear. It's a little bit of um, coming of age, uh, cannibalism Okay. Oh my but it's getting <laughs> the pe- it's getting great reviews people
1: cannibalism is not the word I thought you were gonna say after coming of age.
2: I know, mm-hmm. but I'm'm I'm gonna watch it. I'll let you know what you think what I think
4: okay.
1: okay. Dustin, is there
0: anything uh, you've watched recently or um, well I I am inspired now to rewatch Gladiator so in, in all seriousness because I think I need to see it again. Um, and then I do want to see the breadwinner. Um anything that I've watched recently. Um you know, on the plane right here I was watching Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. Um I really enjoy that movie. So my girls love that movie. I not so much.
1: I don't know why. I, I but I think it goes into my like I never really dug the Harry Potter movies. There was nothing sure. there that stuck out to me. And I love
0: Harry Potter, so it was perfect.
2: I just wanna mention that right now out of the vault is Lady in the Tramp. You can go buy it. I love that I haven't
4: had VHS. I
2: love that movie. Anyway, so I'm so excited. Anyway, <laughs> go get Lady and the Tramp.
1: Uh, a couple things that are on uh, my watch this week. As I mentioned, Annihilation, you can go listen to my five-minute review. I uh, just went out and saw Red Sparrow. I'll throw up another five-minute review for that. Um, just watched Lady Bird with my wife the other night. Um, did not
2: it um what did she think
1: I don't think she had any feelings for it okay I mean she was about halfway through she pulled out her phone and just started paying attention to her phone so okay. it wasn't very engaging for her but for me I just and what's interesting is like the whole soundtrack thing never really stuck out to me it never stuck out in my brain that it was like forced in there it just to me it just seemed like a me okay somebody telling the story of basically their teenagehood to collegehood and I didn't really get anything out of it. But anyways, uh, so for me, it is a save it for a rainy day. If you really need something to do otherwise skip it. But that is if you side with my kind of feeling on films, (laughs) that is not a general consensus in this room. Uh, another thing that I've been watching that I just kind of stumbled across is Frankenstein Chronicles on Netflix. I saw that. Um, Sean, bean i i think he's a great actor i think he plays a um a terrific person he doesn't die well he does at the end of season one okay but guess what he comes back as frankenstein spoiler <laughs> alert okay <laughs> um so i went huh. through season one um the, is it is it gruesome oh yeah there's 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 some uh, blood, guts, and gore and wide open, ripped open people. But it's in a historical context, uh, things I enjoy like that. And um, I thought season one was really good. And it was something that, like, if you want something to put on your queue and you have nothing else, go ahead and put it on it. I'm just starting to work my way through season two. Um, So I just tapped into the first or second episode on that. Um, But, again, I think Sean Bean is great.
3: He's a good actor. I just wonder, because every time he's in a film, he dies. Like, even in Game of Thrones, he dies. And every time he's in a movie, he dies.
1: I think that was the greatest thing about Games of Thrones, is that you put this guy who's, like, a top actor, and you kill him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that set the stage for everything else that came after with Game of Thrones. Definitely did. A um, couple things that are in my queue. Um, mute just came out on Netflix. Um, Interested in seeing that one. It's got Paul Rudd and somebody else in it that I can't recall off the top of my head, but it looked interesting. I liked the trailer for it, and I figured it would
2: I want to see that one, too.
1: Um, Death Wish was on my calendar, but with the things coming out, I'm probably going to skip it. Um, I don't know. I, it just This whole diehard thing with Bruce Willis just still kind of like every time Bruce Willis is in something, I just gravitate towards seeing it, but I don't think I'm going to waste the time in the theater to go see it. Gringo. Uh, the more I see of this film, the more interesting it looks to me. It looks like a high-paced, dark black comedy. Um, a Wrinkle in Time is going to come out mm-hmm. before our next uh, meeting, so I'm probably going to be able to see that this uh, Thursday. Cool. Um, and that's a- 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 Avra Devin- Devani? The same one who. Uh, yes. I know
3: who you're talking about. Yeah. She's done a lot of. Thir-
1: yeah, she just did, did something. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's uh, about the prison system.
2: Oh, Is that it?
1: One last thing.
2: I forgot to mention one of mine. Okay. Sorry, I've been watching Man in the High Castle and Man and Castle, and uh, really enjoying it so far. Just thought I'd share that. Okay. Okay, moving on.
1: Give me a guilty pleasure. What's one of your stuff that's in your a movie? queue? Or <laughs> no, something that's in your queue or in a DVR that you'd be embarrassed to tell anybody else.
2: Oh.
0: Do you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to say I swear it. to God, if it... Gossip Girl is in my Netflix queue. I
2: love Gossip Girl. Why and is that? It's bad? a
0: guilty pleasure. That's what he's asking for.
2: That's... Okay.
0: For for me, it's been the
1: curse of Oak Island. I don't know. There's just something about historical people going and trying to dig up historical treasure. And it's been fascinating to watch these two guys be so obsessed. And I think they're into their fifth or sixth season of the show. And it's something that, like, my girls will rarely like sit down and actually watch something with me. Every time it comes on, they sit down and watch, and they're just, you know, it's the whole lure of, are they going to find something today? And, you know, like, you know, they're not going to find anything. But it's just like you keep watching because it's like watching. I don't know. Like, I
0: don't so know. you like it. It's- it's just guilty pleasure. Uh, it's kind of definitely thing. a guilty
1: pleasure. It, it's some, it's one of those things that I'll watch on. You know, it's on the DVR, so I'll watch it on a Sunday afternoon when I just want to chill out and you know scroll through stuff or edit or write or do something. It's
3: background noise, gotcha. but I've been watching my crazy ex girlfriend. It's something that I don't. I can't. I mean, I'm into it, but it kind of. I, it's jarring. Like, I know it's a musical TV show. I understand that. But it's just sometimes I'm watching it, and I'm like, wow, this is really weird. <laughs> Why am I watching
0: this? I saw a couple, yeah. too. But, yeah. I was like, okay.
3: <laughs> but then again, you have, a, what's his name? Uh, Santino, or Tino is, in it. Uh, is that his name? Sant- yeah. I'm not sure. He was in Smitches Only, which I'll be talking about that next time. But, uh, yeah. He was in uh, Frozen. He played the prince in Frozen. Santino for... Oh. Santino guy, yeah. He's a good actor and good voice but I watch that and I don't know why I'm watching it, but I find myself compelled to keep watching it.
2: Okay, I found one. <laughs> <laughs> she had to dig hard. I am digging hard because there's a lot in here. Um, I don't even know anything about this movie at all, but it looked kind of interesting. Just the picture looked interesting. What is it? It's uh, The Wonder.
3: Is that oh, what? The Wonder. Is that the Wilson Roberts film?
2: I don't know. It's just called The Wonder. It, this looks like it's uh, Ben Affleck. To no, the Wonder. To the Wonder. To okay. the Wonder. Sorry. Sorry. Well, there's another
1: film that just came out last year that's called wonder.
2: wonder. Well, I know that one. So <laughs> To the Wonder is in my queue. It looks like it's probably gonna be a guilty pleasure. There you go. Okay. I got one. Yay.
1: Well, that pretty much wraps up our show today. Uh, Dustin, if anybody wants to
0: find you, stalk you, where can they find you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Dustin Hop, H-A-U-P-T.
2: But Dustin is spelled wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. D u s t y n. It's a long story. Okay.
2: <laughs> if you've ever dated him, don't go find him. Um, <laughs> that's why we changed it. Um, and I'm at Penny Lane 64 on Instagram.
3: Yeah. And or I'm trigger. on Twitter at S M T O R C H I O.
1: And as always, you can find me as GF Media or at GF Media CEO pretty much everywhere. You can find us at culturalstew.net, at culturalstewnet on Twitter, or culturalstew on Facebook. Thanks. This Catch was fun. The next one. This was fun. The intro and break music is Please Listen Carefully by Jazeer, available through the Creative Commons license from Free Music Archive. The outgoing music is provided by Epidemic Sound. Please see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by. And also, as always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. Like what you've heard? Want to continue to hear more? Please consider Patreon. What is Patreon, you ask? Patreon is a content creator support site, a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love. Please consider heading over to patreon.com slash gfmedia and becoming a Patreon supporter today.